Welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. This is Diane, your lactation consultant. And I'm Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder. And today's episode is brought to you by Cake Maternity. Cake Maternity stocks one of the largest ranges of maternity and nursing bras. And today's episode is also brought to you by Original Sprout. The Bundle of Joy is the newest addition to their family of vegan products. And we will hear more about that and all of our sponsors a little later. Uh, but you can head to badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com and check out our sponsor page and see if you can give any of them your business if you need anything, because they make this podcast possible. Um, and while you're there, you can scroll down and you can em- enter your email address and we will send our episodes straight to your inbox, your email inbox every week. And now Diane has our review of the week. And it came to it came to you, right? It came Through to Instagram? my email, yeah. Oh, that was to your email. email. Oh, it's an email. Okay. So this came to Abby's email. And you can send these to, you can put it on iTunes, which is super helpful. Or you can do, um, you can shoot us an email or anything, you know, email at badassbreastfeedingpodcast at gmail.com. Some people will stick them through Instagram or whatever, um, whatever helps you. But this, I don't even know, Mia, I think her name is Mia Recker. 98 mm-hmm. is her um, thing here. It says, thank you from the bottom of my heart. With my first child, I was having the worst breastfeeding and didn't make it past a week. I shed a lot of tears over this because it was something I really wanted to do. When I became pregnant with my second, I found your podcast. You ladies have helped me so much with my breastfeeding journey. And I refer to all of my friends and I refer all of my friends to your podcast when they have breastfeeding questions. I have an oversupply, but due to this, I have been able to help a mom who had to return her formula due to the recent recall. So not only have you helped me, but my friend as well. Thank you for all you do, Mariah. This We are doing this today, um, or this actually came in perfect timing because we were planning to talk about formula myths today. Um, and then the formula recall happened. And if you're not aware of the formula recall, you probably are by now because it's been kind of all over the place um, this week. And of course, this is coming out a week after. So you probably have heard of the formula recall. And we obviously did not plan a formula recall we at the same plan- time that we were. <laughs> <laughs> it's like too perfect. <laughs> I know. It so was we so put not our- planned like that. It was like no. this was on our schedule to come up this week, like way in advance. And that just happened to happen. It, yeah. I know. And a review happened to come in too. And we were like, okay, this is so I guess we really should be doing this episode I guess today. It's the time. Yeah. Yeah. It's the time to do this episode. And it's we're talking about formula myths. And I I have a lot to say. And I know Abby does too. But for, I just want to put it out there right now that I am not here to bash it in any way, shape, or form. My problem when I was looking up some stuff to talk about with this today, my problem with it is the myths that are portrayed about formula to encourage people to use it. That is my issue. If you want to use formula, if you need to use formula, there is nothing wrong. Like that is your choice. If it works for your family, if it works for you, if it's something that's needed in the moment, that is fine. But when people give you 
random information that wrong. is not true. Just wrong about, information. Just wrong information about formula that is not true to try to get you to use it. That is where I have a problem. Well, yeah. And the problem does come down with, for, with formula marketing, right? Because it is mm-hmm. a for-profit company in our capitalist society. And their mission is to make money. That is, you know, that is the mission in a capitalist society is, is you know, the making of money. And right. they're... They, you know, the formula marketing is regulated by the World Health Organization across in many countries across the world follow this. Many countries do not. The United States is one that does not follow the the, you know, the limitations and the regulations of the marketing of formula. And so there is all kinds of information that has come out that they put out that is just not true. Um, and it's become a norm in our culture. You know, formula use has become quite normal. And so people believe all of these things. And, you know, when we want to try, ultimately, what we want to do is we want to help empower people to make informed decisions. Mm-hmm. Right. And if you are, if you do not have information, you can't make an informed decision. Informed, the word informed comes from the word information. And <laughs> you can't make that informed decision if you have information that's not true. And the other thing I have to say, I'm going to get all my rants out right now and then down <laughs> we go. So the rest of the episode. But so, you know, because, um, you know, there's a lot of things in our culture that we didn't have. You know, people are like, how did we survive for thousands of years without formula? I mean, it's true. We didn't. And people survived. Um, we also s- survived without cars. And we survived without a lot of things that we have in our culture. And we have created, we have basically created a need for it. And so it is here. We have it. We have either, either the need. If you look, if you don't have breast milk and you don't have donor milk, you need formula. Mm-hmm. And this is all kinds. This is a whole list of my, of my um, myths right now. So maybe I will stop at some point so <laughs> Diane can talk and I'll interject later. But we did create a need for it. And we do have a need, a need in situations for it and a desire for the convenience of it. Mm-hmm. You know, and that is if people choose that, then that's your informed decision and good for you for making right. that. And that's kind of why I said, like, if it's, exactly if it works said, for yeah. you and your family, yeah, like that is your informed decision. And that's really what it comes down to is being informed of, you know, what you want to do and, and looking at the information and all of that stuff. So let's look. What did you find? What, what are you? All right. So I have a couple things pulled up here. I was like feverishly taking all these notes. Um, <laughs> so there's a couple things. First of all, I found an article. Well, it was it's a blog, and uh, Fatherly. I don't know if anybody's ever found this, mm. ever read Fatherly before. Because mm-hmm. um, there's talking- a Motherly too, right? Yeah, there's a Motherly, and the same. Fatherly. I guess it's the same company. <laughs> I, I don't even know. I didn't look far, far enough because yeah, it pissed yeah. me off. It, it doesn't matter. It, and I'm sure, right? This is you know, this is written by a man, and I'm sure it, it was with very good intentions, but. The first, like the very first paragraph pissed me off. And like I said, this is very like it's I'm sure geared towards, you know, helping and supporting. Um, But. All right. Anyway, what it says here is um, baby formula can be crucial due to medical necessity, which I agree with that. Obviously, that's Uh not the part that made me mad. Baby formula can be crucial due to medical necessity and social barriers. 
Because while breastfeeding is great for babies, it's not always possible and almost never easy. Now, what if you are an expectant new parent reading this? And you're reading because breastfeeding is great for babies. It's not always possible and almost never easy. What kind of mind frame are you, is that going to put you in if you are well, an expectant parent? And, why and the is social that? barriers, the social yeah. barriers piece, I'm sorry. I really have a hard time accepting the fact that people should use formula because of social barriers. I know that yeah. it happens, but that should not be a reason. Exactly. It shouldn't exist. We, again, we've created this, this situation where it's hard to get support for breastfeeding. And then, right. so therefore, you're just supposed to use formula. No, we need to help people because people that want to breastfeed should be able to. I mean, we know that we've created with the whole process of parents going back to work because we don't have a good maternity leave in this country that really, really impacts breastfeeding. We know that. And yes, that is a social barrier, but that should not be a reason. Yet it is. But that's where my my really my disgust for this is because it it's, shouldn't be. We shouldn't be basing how we feed our children on anything that goes on in society. Because of society's like, yeah, hatred of breasts and women and capitalism. It's just so frustrating. This is basically what it is, right? I mean, people, the, 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 the maternity leave situation, it's like, you know, people, people don't get it because you need to get back to work to make capitalism function. Come on, mm-hmm. people. This is right. what this is what we're doing. And like and you are supposed to just like forget all of the forget your goals of breastfeeding because that just doesn't fit into our society. So just forget it. Now, Ugh. the other thing that kind of irritated me here, um not irritated, well, yeah, this part irritated me. I'm not going to lie, but it says that, you know, formula-fed babies don't struggle to bond. I absolutely believe that. I know if you choose to formula feed, you will bond with your baby. You absolutely will. Like there's nobody's saying that, oh my gosh, you're never going to bond with your baby. That would be like saying the non-feeding partner isn't going to bond with the baby. And that's not true, right? Well, we right, know exclusive pumping people just because there's breast milk in the bottle doesn't mean that they're better bonded to their baby exactly. than somebody's got formula on the bottle. Exactly. So we know, obviously, that everybody's going to bond with their baby. However, there is certain hormonal transactions, for lack of a better word, but there is certain hormonal impacts of directly latching your baby to the breast. Certain hormones excreted when the babies latch to the breast that benefit bonding, that support bonding for mother and baby. So it's just a different type of bond. It's just different. So it's not, there is definitely scientific backing behind the mother-baby bond with breastfeeding because of that hormonal interaction that you don't get with bottle feeding. But it doesn't mean that you're not going to bond with your baby. But what he, what he says in here, which is what kind of irritated me, says there's simply no reason for skin-to-skin contact. Or there's simply no reason skin-to-skin contact can't happen while bottle feeding, which is what? absolutely true. Well, you can t- definitely like, you know, skin-to-skin with bottle feeding if you, you choose to. You can skin-to-skin with bottle feeding. Absolutely. And he, did, he, did he just say skin-to-skin is not necessary? No, he just said there's no reason why you can't do it while oh, bottle oh, feeding. Oh. Oh, and then okay. he goes, parents just need to get topless. You're welcome. So Ooh. now we're turning this into a sex thing again. 
Ew, I hate that. I hate that. See, you know what? No, fuck that guy. No, I don't do that. No, I don't do that. I ban people on my page for making sexual, obviously. But like, you know, it's just, no, don't do that. See, that's why that's going to, and that, is this guy working for a formula company? Because this is what it's like. This is what it is. It's like, put your breasts away. Come on, be modest. Yada, yada, yada. Use formula. And I'm not going to take my boob out. No, that's inappropriate. Oh my God. You're, oh, your boobs out. Ooh, la, la. No, no. Ew. Right. So this is this is exactly the kind of shit that people are are struggling with to breastfeed, and that's not okay. Yeah. It's not. No, it's not okay. Um, one of the other things he talks about here, which um, just this just comes from, I, I don't know, maybe being more ignorant to the topic. I don't know. It says there aren't they aren't nutritionally deficient. Formula fed babies aren't nutritionally deficient, and they are like I. I I'm not going to say, oh, yes, they are nutritionally deficient because that isn't true because they do get their nutrients from formula. However, we do know, and it is very, very science-based, that babies absorb the nutrients in breast milk better and easier than they do from formula because it is directly made for them through their parent when it is breast milk, when it's in the breast milk. It is bioavailable. They they absorb those nutrients better and it is better for them um, than it is with formula. So there is a huge difference there when it comes to the nutrients. The other thing that happens with this, and I will never forget this, I used to work with the WIC department when I was first starting out with my breastfeeding journey as you know a peer counselor. Um, and we used to see those formula recalls coming in. Because obviously we had to get formula, you know, we had to get yeah. them. Um, and they would happen all the time. Not like the one that's happening now is kind of significant because a baby actually died. But the I remember one that we got for, for a formula recall, and it was because the nutrients in the formula were not where they were supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Right. So basically what the formula said was in there when they tested it, it really wasn't. So oh. they put it out saying, all right, this formula does not meet the standard of you know nutrients and i forget exactly which nutrients it was but it says this doesn't meet the standard of these nutrients and the formula company has six months to pull it off the shelf oh so right so it wasn't even like okay these aren't these nutrients aren't meeting the standard so all of this is we need to take all this formula away right now all these babies are going to spend the first six months or whatever six months is a pretty significant period yeah they were still out there buying this formula because it wasn't it wasn't necessary enough for them to fix it right away. They were like, they have six months to fix this and pull it off the shelf. And I remember going, what is that? That doesn't make any sense. But that does not come out to the public. Right. That just gets like behind the scenes. They'll pull it off the shelf. They'll fix it. And then they'll, you know, put it back on. The other thing people don't realize is that formula is not an FDA approved product. And you can look oh, that up. I didn't you know can, that. Yeah. You can look it up. You can go whatever. It is not an FDA approved product. So it's not regulated. And these come and this is why. It's loosely if you, regulated. It's if, loosely regulated. Because if they Obviously. were strict, if they were strictly regulated, they wouldn't make as much money. And this mm-hmm. is what happens in this country, in this capitalist driven country, is that we let these billion dollar, trillion dollar companies do whatever they want without regulation. And People suffer. Right. 
Right. And this is, you know, and you just, you don't realize this, this is going on as the consumer. And this is what, you know, and I, I already said this, I believe that we should have formula. I believe that it should be an option for people. And I also believe it should be free. And I believe that it should be highly and strictly regulated. Absolutely. Wouldn't and I don't think it should be, I don't think it should be in the control of like a for-profit company. That doesn't mm-hmm. make any sense. Nothing makes sense in this country. Like we have for-profit healthcare. What? Yeah. I know. Isn't that ridiculous? It's insane. Yeah. I don't people and you grow and people don't, you know, they don't people just don't understand how like things work in other countries. It's like, no, we don't have to live like this. And yet here we are, you know, like paying paying all this money for our health care. And if we can't, well, okay, you're just dead. I, I have a people- friend who used to be a hospital social worker and she would she would set up her job was part of her job was setting up hospice care for babies that didn't have insurance. Ugh. Terrible. How is that okay? Yeah. Why are we sitting here? My dad was going on a big rant and he was like, <laughs> people always go to the government, the government this. He's like, we are the government. We are in control of this. Why are we letting this happen? It's <laughs> like, yeah, dad. Go, go. <laughs> it really, like, the more you learn about it, the crazier it is. And it's, yeah. it's just so, um, so crazy that we base everything on our job. You know, like we, yes. we base what we well, do, how we raise our kids, how we feed our kids, how our health insurance is, all of that stuff is based on our job. Right. Yes, exactly. How you work for capitalism. Right. And we had that. You sent me that article yesterday that was like, where did formula come from? How did formula become this norm in this country? Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, it goes back to like the start of the industrial age and how everyone was going to work. You know, women yeah. were home and then they started entering the workforce and there's this opportunity there then for, you know, it was, it's, there's this opportunity or this need um, because the, again, this is where the separation of the family and extended family started, how we started isolating, you know, it, uh, the family units. We started having formula and formula companies that saw, saw an opening for their predatory marketing tactics. Mm-hmm. And breastfeeding became taboo. Yeah. I mean, it was like breastfeeding was nearly eradicated in this country. Like it was almost completely gone. It was seen as third world. It still is. You know, Mm -hmm. people, you know, people still have these thoughts. It's seen, you know, your body is supposed to be for your husband, your your partner, whatever. You're you're it's all it's purely sexual. You're and this is like all very recent in the past Mm -hmm. 100 years. Or I guess more than yeah. that now because I'm older. Because <laughs> time moves. <laughs> I know, right? When I worked in the hospital, um, I remember we had a, a pretty, um, pretty good amount of people delivering there who were from other countries. A lot of them um, immigrating from like Ethiopia or um, trying to think of like. You know, Nigeria, there is definitely some, a lot of different countries where, you know, people were coming in from and having babies at our hospital. And I remember seeing them formula feeding and saying to my, my boss, um, who, you know, head up, she was the head of our lactation team. And I was like, I'm just really surprised to see them formula feeding because we know, I'm sure, that in their country, that would just be breastfeeding. And she's like, but now they're in America where everything is rich. 
You know, like it's a richer country and this is what you do in a rich country. But this is formula companies have done this too, to especially African countries. Yeah. Gone in and targeted those parents to, to use formula and they mix it with the, they don't have access to clean water. So they're mixing it with, with their dirty water and babies are freaking dying. Mm -hmm. And like, do, is this on the news? No, of course, fucking not. No. We need to take a break. (laughs) Oh my gosh, already. Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) This is going to be a long one, people. (laughs) Buckle in. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. Today's episode is brought to you by Cake Maternity. Cake Maternity is a nursing bra specialist passionate about breastfeeding and the many benefits it offers for parent and baby and the environment. Breastfeeding, while natural, doesn't always come naturally to everyone. That's why they have made it their mission to empower breastfeeders as they mindfully navigate the world of parenthood and help mes- make breastfeeding easier through experience-driven innovation. Cake Maternity stocks one of the largest ranges of maternity and nursing bras, which includes seamless, sleep, flexible wired, non-wired, sports padded plunge, t-shirt, and fuller busted bras in sizes ranging from 30A to 42K. With 13 years of experience under their belt, Cake Maternity is renowned for their quality, fit, and support. Cake has you covered for your maternity and nursing bra needs. Head to Cake Maternity, like birthday cake, cakematernity.com, and use code BADASS15 for 15% off of your purchase. And today's episode is also brought to you by Original Sprout. Original Sprout carries safe, effective, and pediatrician-tested shampoos, conditioners, styling, and body care products produced and packed in California, USA. Original Sprout's newest addition to to its family of vegan products is the Bundle of Joy. This is a woven basket full of Original Sprout products, swallowed in a white hand towel and fastened with a big chrome safety pin. The Bundle of Joy makes the perfect baby shower gift bundle or just a great way to say congratulations to the expecting mom in your life. Or you. With a retail value of over $120, listen up, a retail value of $120 is being offered at the introductory price of $74.99. But as a badass breastfeeder listener, you can take an additional 25% off with code badass of that introductory price at, w- at originalsprout.com. So when you use promo code BADASS, you're going to get this bundle for $56.25. That's a total savings of $60, making it affordable gift for of clean and safely tested personal care products. So that is 25% off with code BADASS at OriginalSprout.com. And our sponsors and their promo codes can be found at BadassBreastfeedingPodcast.com. Um, under our show notes of this episode and in our show notes, you will find further information about um, things we talk about in this episode and our breastfeeding resources, all of our other episodes and information about scheduling your very own one-on-one online lactation consultation with the greatest lactation consultant in America, Diane Cassidy. That's right. (laughs) All right. Um, Formula. Okay. Do you have more to say? I'm sure you do. I just... (laughs) Yeah, I just, there's just definitely one more thing I want to say. And this has a lot to do with kind of a little bit of what you were talking about. As one of the myths that I came across too was like, isn't it easier to formula feed mm-hmm. than to, um, than to breastfeed? And it is, it really isn't. And I think like 
a lot of people think it's easier because it's like, okay, somebody else can do it. Like in that way, shape and form. Okay. Yeah. It's easier because then just pass it off to somebody else. But overall, it is a lot of work. It's expensive too. It's expensive. It is so expensive. Yeah. And it's a lot of work. And it really like you to in order to do it correctly. And this is part of the problem. Like when you were talking about like, you know, formula companies going into other countries and poor countries and being like, okay, this is what you do. But if it's not done correctly, it can be dangerous. And that's kind of what's happening with this recall right now, because formula, like you cannot, formula that's in a canister, and this is not like, I'm not putting anything down. You cannot sterilize anything that comes in powdered form. That goes for any powdered product, not just formula. Anything that comes in powdered form, you cannot sterilize. There's no way to sterilize a powdered product. So there is bacteria that can creep into that. And then when it's you like you any know, food product on the shelf at the right. grocery store, they have recalls Abs- all the time. And this yeah. is part of the thing, except that you're feeding it to a tiny baby. That and it's their who, only source. Know, they have a lower yeah. immune system. It's their only source of of nutrition. So they're getting it several times a day. So if you are not preparing it correctly, that can be dangerous. And that includes sanitizing the bottles, sanitizing the scoop, boiling everything, boiling the water, making sure everything is clean, and then making sure those bottles after you feed the baby the formula, making sure those bottles are very clean because if there's any residue still in there, that can create bacteria as well. There is a lot of work involved here and not many people actually do all of that. No, to prepare their formula. And I, you know, I used formula with my, with Jack, you know, Jack was uh, born and I was, everybody's heard this story that he was, you know, I don't know, it was the first day, second day that um, I was induced. So therefore I didn't have milk. And so that he was crying because he was hungry. Um, and so they said, just give him this formula. And then, so I, of course I gave it to him. They told me he was starving and he was crying because right. he was hungry. I was like, holy shit. Oh my God. No, not it's on like, my watch. Baby. <laughs> so, then, you know, then we go home and, and and I'm looking at him going like, so can I still breastfeed? And the nurse is just like, yeah, sure. It's fine. Just like, you know, your milk will come in and then you can just breastfeed as if it's that easy. <laughs> so they send us home. It's literally like a black garbage bag of formula samples, because again, this is this is an also thing to know is that formula formula companies send money to hospitals. Mm-hmm. They they incentivize hospitals to to push their product um, to people, and you get all the free samples. It's I felt like I was winning the lottery. I was like, oh my god, it's so nice! They're giving us all this free formula. Holy crap! And then when you're through with the formula and you're fully hooked on it, okay, go to the store and buy it now, right? Because now you're not breastfeeding because you know you, you all that failed. Um, but you know we were. I remember this one story. We ended up contacting a lactation consultant and working through this and being able to breastfeed, which anybody can. I mean, it's hard. You can work through it if you have the right, you know, resources and the desire and all of that. Um, but I, I remember one time I was. We had. I don't know. We had because it's you know we had this formula now, so there was like bottles fucking everywhere, um, sterilizing thing on the stove with the boiling water constantly all day. It was just like <laughs> crazy, crazy, insane. Yeah, all the things that were going on, and I noticed under the couch, I was like, oh, a nipple, like one of the nipples fell under the couch. So I grabbed it and then like you know I don't know put it in the thing and like I used it later and I I lose I was feeding Jack. And I, I look in the bottle and I'm like, what is that? 
And so I take the nipple off and it was the nipple that was under the couch had not just fallen there. It had been there for a while and there was mold Ugh. in the nipple. And I, f- of course, freaked out. And, you know, I was just like scared he was going to die of like ingesting mold. Mm. He didn't die, but I was like, I don't want to, I need to not, I don't want this anymore. I don't want, I don't want, I can't, I can't handle it. <laughs> this is like too scary. All of it is too scary to be dealing with all of these things. Is- um, but yeah, that's not really formula's fault. That was my fault. But still, it's like all this stuff. It's not easier. There's so much stuff then to remember and to deal with, you know, while you're. And it, Using, it is hard to clean all that stuff to get all to into those little nipples and everything, those bottle nipples. It is really hard to clean and sterilize everything. And it has to be done all the time with formula. And one of the things I read said, and I, I don't know how, like, I, I can link all this stuff in the show notes, but um, I don't know where they, you know, if this was came off of a study or whatever. But so, one of the things I read said that properly preparing formula adds 26 minutes to feeding. Yeah. And like I said, most people do not prepare it properly. Um, I know I and I used formula with my twins for for like the first month to just try to like figure out what the heck I was doing because I didn't have any help and try to feed two babies. And I didn't have any idea about that. I just thought you put it in the water and that was it. Like you just take the the powder, you put it in the water, you shake it up and that's it. You feed it to them. And that's overall, that's what most people do. And it's fine. Right. But there is risk there. Yeah. Um, and you're right. When it comes down, a lot of times when I talk to people um, and they tell me that they're supplementing, I'll ask them, you know, what, what are you supplementing with? And they'll, oh, whatever the hospital gave me and whatever the hospital gave them, that's what they stick with. Because, yeah, right. mm-hmm. you know, so that is how how they're making their money because yeah, they know that it's like, familiar you're gonna, to you and you're right. going to just stay with that. Absolutely. No, I talked to a mom yesterday called me. Um, to set up a, you know, a, a consult here. She's a local mom and set up a consult and they had just gotten out of the hospital. Like they just got home yesterday and she had called me. So like, good for that. They just wanted to make sure everything was going okay. So they wanted to set up an appointment. Perfect. And she was telling me, I was asking her like, how are things going and what's happening? And um, we we're talking about the wet and dirty diapers and all about, you know, all the things. And, and it sounded like everything was going good. Um, there was no, you know, obviously no problem with jaundice. They didn't, they weren't worried about weight with her. They didn't give her any kind of red flag, anything. And everything sounded good. And she said to me, she goes, now the hospital gave me some formula. Do you think I need to use this? And I was like, were they concerned about weight? Were like blood sugars an issue? Was there concern about jaundice? Any, you know, any of that stuff? She's like, no. And I'm like, and baby's pooping and peeing. She's like, yeah. And I'm like, I don't think you need to use it. So it's like, it, I could see, yes, give it to them if we're really concerned about something, if there is a risk factor here. But if everything is fine, what was the point of that? Hey, it's just to try to get her to use it. It's just, it, it's a. That's what the formula companies are trying to do. They're trying to get it into people's homes so that they question their breastfeeding relationship and then use it. And then, and then eventually, hopefully, that com- becomes a primary way they feed and that is such to a new parent to a brand new breastfeeding parent that is 
going to screw with your head. Right. Right. That is going to mess with your head because why would you think you don't need it? They're giving it to me. Of course I should give it to me. So, and that it's that kind of thing. Like I said, I don't, if it's necessary, by all means, by all means, we're going to use it if it's necessary. If it's not, and you have milk and the baby's feeding fine and you want to breastfeed, then what, why are we pushing why are we, it? Why are we doing this? Yeah. Just because it's like normal. We don't even question it anymore. We just question ourselves. We don't question the formula. We question ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, all right. That's all my rants. I won't. Oh, like, no. Well, I'll give you some more because I have a whole, I have a list of things too. <laughs> and I know we've been talking for <laughs> half an hour, but I don't care. I'm saying all this. Um, so the one thing that I want to say that I hate is a myth and I hate it when you see it. Formula is poison. I hate it when people say that formula is not poison. Poison is poison. Poison is poison. Yeah. Formula is formula. And you are not poisoning your child when you use formula for crying out loud. Extremists, stop it. The other thing is because of this, because people say things like this, when somebody does need formula, they get afraid to use it because they hear things like that. And then they say things like, well, I'm just going to I'm just going to use like almond milk. You know, instead of formula, formula is bad. So I'm just going to supplement or just, you know, I'm going to use almond milk. No, you cannot Mm-mm. use almond milk. If you do not have breast milk and you do not have donor milk, you need formula. That is what has the nutrients that your baby needs until about 12 months. You cannot yeah. just give them almond milk. No, We had a you know, conversation about this actually at, at work recently because of goat's milk. People started talking about goat's uh milk and how that is a very common thing. People don't want to give formula to their baby. So they'll give goat's milk because goat's milk is supposed to be a lot easier on the, on the, on a human stomach, Uh Um, not necessarily just babies, but it's like, we're, there's, it, this is a nutrient thing. Like there's yeah, certain things that need, your baby needs to have. That they put into the formula, which is why it is made for babies to eat. You can't just give them random stuff. Right. You can't give them random stuff. That's not, that is extremely problematic and dangerous. Mm-hmm. So there's your need. Um, the other thing is that if you are supplementing, you know, there's this, there's this thing that this is idea that you can't like continue a breastfeeding relationship. If you are supplementing like, Oh, I should just, may, I should, might as well just switch over to formula and forget about breastfeeding. no, you can continue to breastfeed even if you're supplementing and you enjoy, you know, partially breastfeeding, then do that. Any kind of, any breast milk is good. Yeah. We do have an episode on combo feeding. I'll link it in the show notes if you haven't come across it yet because that, that is one of my pet peeves too. It's like, yeah, if you, even if you can only partially breastfeed, that's still really good for your baby. And then you, you know, if you're following up with formula or you're doing some feeds with formula, some feeds with breast milk, there's no reason why you can't do both. And people have asked me that in the past. They're like, well, doesn't that mess the baby up? Or isn't that bad for their stomach if you give both? Like, no, that's okay. You can absolutely do both. Yeah, right. And if you want, you know, you can even use like a supplemental nursing system where you can give the formula while breastfeeding. You know, it's like a little baggie of milk that's attached to a tube that when the baby latches onto your breast, the tube goes in and they get the milk that way. Mm-hmm. And you can you can do that. And I mean, that stuff is hard. But, you know, if you want to do that, then you can do that. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, here's the other one. Here's a big one. Um, my baby will sleep better if oh. I use formula. That's a big one. That yep. is a bunch of bullshit. Mm-hmm. That is not true. Your baby will not sleep better. Um, if you're giving your baby formula, they might go into a deeper sleep than they are developmentally ready for, which is actually why formula is a SIDS risk. You've heard me say that before too, because it can make them over full. And um, again, if overfed formula fed babies are often overfed too. bottle fed babies and just in general are overfed. Yeah. yeah. Um, But formula can put babies into a deeper sleep than they're developmentally ready for again, which is why it's a SIDS risk. So, um, and it will not help them sleep better. They will not suddenly be sleeping eight hours a night while your friend's breastfed babies will be waking up every hour. They are developmentally wired to be waking up that frequently. That is what their brain needs. It's not safe for their brain to go into that deep of a sleep yet. They will when they're ready. You mm-hmm. cannot force it. It has to do with their development. And you can all you can do is sit around and wait for them to develop. That's all you can do. And you know, when formula is light, it's easily digestible so that they wake frequently to eat. And that is on purpose mm-hmm. because they are not ready. So I know, you know, waking baby, you know, wakeful baby is very annoying. It's very tiring. But that is why they're doing it. Not to annoy you. Right. It's not to annoy you. They're not terrorizing you. That's what I always tell people. Like your baby's yeah. not terrorizing you. They can't help it. <laughs> but people really get excited about that. They'll be like, well, I give formula at night because then they sleep better. And it's like, that's, that's you're playing with fire there. Like it's really, yeah, I know. It's tempting, right? It's so tempting. But the reason I think people don't realize why they sleep better, like they, right. It's, right. it's so heavy and they don't, but then the babies struggle to wake up when they need to, mm-hmm. th- when they have those, you know, bouts of apnea and stuff like that. You're supposed to be in a lighter sleep cycle when they're that young. You said they're not developmentally ready to sleep like that yet. Um, so the formula can be a problem with that. Yeah. People do it with rice cereal too. They're like, oh, oh just God. put a little rice cereal in a bottle with even breast milk, you know? D- no, Mm-mm. no, they can't have that. Um, yeah. Don't mess with it. I will say, because, you know, I had a friend, Amanda, who you worked with, Mm, mm -hmm. who was supplementing and she and everybody was concerned about her um, supply. um, And she, you know, the baby's weight gain was kind of funky. And she had a breast reduction surgery like a few years ago. So there was some question about whether that was playing a part and we don't know. And. Um, so she was supplementing and, you know, she felt like she needed to, and she was very confident that that was, you know, what she, what she was doing, but she was like, I, maybe I want to search out donor milk. You know, I, I might want to look into some donor milk. And I was like, yeah, totally. You can do that. Now she lives on Vancouver Island, <laughs> which is a tiny Island off of the coast of Vancouver. And so the, the, I, I don't know how many people are there, but not a lot. Um, and sh- she found somebody like two hours away to give her some milk. So she drove two hours to get this milk. And I think she had that milk for a little while, of course, then used it and then was back to the formula. But so, you know, we say like, you know, breast milk, if not breast milk, then donor milk. But if you don't have access to that, 
I, I, I got to tell you right now, I'm going to be real honest. I don't know if I'm driving two hours to get milk. <laughs> if I'm struggling with breastfeeding or I don't want to breastfeed or I can't, there's also things, I mean, this is something that goes into like, you know, the extremely rampant um, sexual abuse that goes on with people. You know, people sometimes they, they have babies and they don't want to breastfeed. They don't want to mm. have anything to do with that. And you absolutely choose formula or, or door to mark or whatever if you're in that situation and do not feel guilty about it. Right. Um, but I, I'm not sure I'm driving two hours. I live in Chicago, so I could probably go down the street and find somebody who's breastfeeding and who will give me milk. I know that I can because I've seen it in the breastfeeding world. People donating milk to everybody across, around the city and every it's like crazy. It's going on like crazy. But if you live on Vancouver Island and you got to drive two hours to get the milk, I'm sorry. I think I'm going to use formula because I'm not doing that. Yeah. I just, that's, 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 that's too much. I mean, it's, there's definitely, I know that I feel like that. I mean, I totally agree with you with that. And I also feel like that if I was put into the position where I would have had to exclusively pump and the people that do oh, it, yeah. I cannot say oh, enough. No. I'm not I doing can, that. I cannot say enough how much respect I have people for people that exclusively pump because that is a commitment beyond commitment. And as much of a breastfeeding advocate I am, I cannot, I don't think that would be me. I really, yeah. I don't think I would be that right. person. I just uh -oh. don't like, there's, I mean, there's pe reasons why people choose formula. And like I said, it's not anything that should be condemned. If it's what they choose to do, they've researched it. They've, they're making an informed decision based on what is right for their family. That's fine. We are talking about all this other crap that happens that influences people's decision. When somebody yeah, tells we're talking you about the yeah, misinformation in that Yeah, formula's uh, better. Formula's better for your baby. Formula has more nutrients in it. Formula is just like breast milk. Formula is a lot easier. You know, th that kind of stuff. That is not accurate information. Well, yeah. And the predatory marketing is just not okay. It is yeah. absolutely not okay to target people in the most vulnerable time mm -hmm. of their lives for a profit. Right. And with, with just bad information. So anyway, I mean, I think that's all of my rants. I mean, we really, I feel like this is another one of those episodes where we have scratched the surface, mm -hmm. you know, of this conversation. Um, and I don't know. Yeah. As was, let us tell, <laughs> send us your reviews on iTunes and tell us your story. As we were um, preparing for this, I kind of looked at my whole list and I know you sent me your list and I was like, maybe this should be a two part thing because there's just so much to talk well, about. You know, yeah, exactly. And probably people who are listening right now have thoughts and please email your thoughts, badassbreastfeedingpodcast at gmail.com. And maybe we'll set up a part two where we can mm -hmm. answer questions. We can delve deeper into a particular topic that we only, you know, uh, pass by real quickly. Um, and we'll do part two. Yeah. So thanks so much for listening. If you're still, if you're still listening to us, thank you. <laughs> thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.